Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco, and these are the headlines we're following. A year after a historic flood devastated the small farmworker community of Planada, the Merced County Board of Supervisors unanimously approved a spending plan for $20 million in direct aid for residents who are still recovering, regardless of immigration status. The plan caps direct assistance for housing and personal property at $15,000. Anastasio Rosales is a longtime resident of Planada. He says that money is welcome, but not enough to reimburse him for the nearly $60,000 he spent repairing his home. Queremos que si lo pueden agregar o cambiar a 25,000 y quitando quizás de otros a uh, otros fondos. Otros fondos, gracias. Sí, por favor, si sí se puede y pueden queremos nosotros que sí pueden hacerlo. Residents who apply and gain approval for this plan can expect to receive payments in mid-April. The Placer County Sheriff's Office has identified the man who died in an avalanche at a Tahoe-area ski resort as 66-year-old Kenneth Kidd. Kidd was a resident of both Point Reyes and Truckee. The avalanche happened yesterday morning at Palisades Tahoe, a half hour after the big KT-22 lift opened for the first time this season. A day Michael Gross with Palisades says the resort has been preparing for. So KT-22 opened today for the first day of the season. We've had ski patrol up there doing avalanche control assessment since Sunday. So for the past few days, they've been up there doing control work, evaluating weather conditions, setting up all the safety markings, hazard markings, etc., to get it prepared for today's opening. Three other people were hurt and no one else is missing. The avalanche happened as a storm was starting to wallop the region with high winds and snow. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed dot org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. 
effects. California is facing a nearly $38 billion budget shortfall, but to hear Governor Gavin Newsom tell it, things aren't too dire. KQED politics correspondent Marisa Lagos reports from the state capitol. As he rolled out his sixth budget proposal as governor, Newsom framed the shortfall as a return to normal of sorts. After several years of unusual spikes in capital gains, sales, and corporate tax revenues, driven by low interest rates and historic federal pandemic aid, things are leveling off. Pointing to a chart detailing the ebbs and flows of those tax revenues over time, Newsom said, We've come to expect the unexpected as it relates to the volatility of our tax system. He's proposing a mix of cuts, delayed spending, and state savings to close what his administration estimates to be a $37.9 billion budget deficit. That's a big number, but it's a far rosier picture than estimates made recently by the nonpartisan Legislative Analyst Office, which pegged the shortfall as closer to $70 billion. Why the difference? All of this uncertainty happened because we experienced something we've never experienced in modern history in the state. We didn't collect taxes in April of last year. That's because the IRS delayed tax day in California twice last year to give people grappling with devastating winter storms more time to file. Newsom says while it made planning more difficult, the state is in a good position to weather this downturn with a cool $38 billion in state savings accounts. Newsom promised to keep commitments to reducing homelessness, improving the mental health system, funding public education, and making California safer. And he rejected calls to raise taxes. For the California Report, I'm Marisa Lagos in Sacramento. The belt-tightening Governor Newsom is proposing in his new budget has housing advocates wringing their hands. Newsom's plan keeps in place much of the funding already committed to addressing homelessness. But faced with a significant deficit, he's calling for $1.2 billion in cuts to programs supporting housing development and home ownership. Housing California Executive Director Shioni Flegel says this points to the need for stable funding sources. We're really making a call for legislative leaders and the governor to work together to make sure they put a bond on the ballot in 2024. And we should be exploring other long-term revenue measures to address this because this need is not going to go away. Homelessness in California has gone up 6 percent since 2022 and 30% since 2007, despite record spending in recent years. And as Senate negotiators struggle to hammer out a deal in Washington, trading tougher asylum rules for more aid to Ukraine and Israel, California Senator Alex Padilla says more border restrictions are not the best way to manage the migration crisis. But as KQED's senior immigration editor Taiki Hendricks reports, Padilla may face an uphill battle to be heard. Padilla says he's in daily contact with the White House and bipartisan Senate negotiators, pushing back against Republican calls to lock up asylum seekers and curb humanitarian parole. We know we have to act to uh, maintain a humane, orderly and secure southern border of the United States. Any proposals that bring us back to the policy that were in place during the Trump administration are not only dangerous, they've proven to not work. Instead, he says, lawmakers need to look at the root causes of migration, work with partners in Latin America, and create more legal pathways for immigration. 
But in an election year, when polls show nearly half of Americans believe the border is in crisis, President Biden is moving to the right on border security. That's according to UC San Diego political science professor Tom Wong. The Biden administration's approach to the southern border right now leaves more progressive policy proposals on the outside looking in. What Senator Padilla and others on the left uh, want to see at the border, you know, won't happen in this current round of budget negotiations. Wong says one thing at stake for California is federal funding to help San Diego nonprofits assist new arrivals to get their feet on the ground. For The California Report, I'm Tyke Hendricks. Support for The California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. The James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at Irvine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy works to create a cleaner, healthier, more secure world for all. On the web at theschmidt.org. And that is the California Report for Thursday, January 11th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Hi there, I'm Randa Fatah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.